morning. We are going to start now a brand new Chelek, Chelek Chof Gimel. This is, of course, as we mentioned, the part of the project of Lukut Esiches. The uh, idea is, is that uh, the entire Chabad world and outside Chabad world are all together learning two Siches every single week. And um, in addition to the Achdas that uh, takes place Baruch Hashem, every week, there's also tremendous resources and tremendous shiurim, not only my shiur, but there's plenty of other shiurim, very, very solid, good shiurim out there on the website, Pradgal Kutasichis. And um, yesterday we finished Chelek Yudzayin, the entire Chelek. And now we're going to start Chelek Chof Gimel. Pashas by Midr, Aleph. The Pasuk says that they were, when it came to the counting of the Yidin, so it says that they were summoned, they were called. Um, who was called? The, the, um, the, the, the um, congregation of the princes of the tribes of the fathers. That means, these the the Kriya Eda was called Nesi Mate Savesam. This was the head of the tribes. Rosh Alpha Yisraelim, the heads of the thousands of of Klal Yisrael. So it simply means that the Nesiim were called by the counting. So Rashi quotes the words. These were the these were the summoned ones of the congregation. When it's Mefarsh, he explains Hanikroy and the Chodover Hashivas Sheba Eda. As she says, they were summoned for every important congregational matter. So every time Meshach Rabbeinu had to make a decision or there was like a congregational matter, these Nesiei uh, Hamates were summoned. So what does it mean when Rashi says, They were summoned for every important congregational matter. What does that mean? So the Rebbe says, in Mepharshim, we find two explanations on what exactly Rashi is saying. What is Rashi coming to? The Pasuk says, Eila Kriya Ha'eda. Rashi says, these were the, they, these were the, they were summoned for every important congregational matter. What does that mean? What is Rashi coming to Bavarn? So, Aleph, Rashi kum sheilzayin, as mizonit lernin, as Kriya Ha'eda, made azei rufen tuzamin de'eda. So first thing is Rashi says that Rashi wants to negate the suggestion that the that the sum of the ones of the congregation should be interpreted to mean that these princes were the ones who summoned the Claudiusro. In other words, you would think that who summoned Claudiusro is Nisi Nisi Haida is the is the princess. So therefore, as they came in the learning of Rome, does is need to shivers from the Siam. It's not. You can't say that this is the pshat because this role was not was not the reason that the princes were choshev. Princes were not choshev because they uh, got to call Klal Yisrael. So that's what I would think that Eilu Kriya Eida means. So therefore, Rashi says, what does it mean? They were the summoned ones for every important congregational matter. That's one way to learn. Based the lashon Kriya Eida. Is mashma Now, the expression kriya ha'eda 
may have implied that the princes were summoned by Klal Yisrael, by the nation. It was thus passed Nitzuzagen of Nesim as they zen zegerufene on the Eidah Zandivas Kredim, Gezerim. Now, you can't say that, uh, that it's, it's like improper to say that the princes were the ones summoned by who? By Klal Yisrael. Like, Kilo, as the nation, has some authority over the princess. So that's one way to learn it. One way to learn it, that's what Rashi is saying. That if without Rashi, I would say, Eda Kriya Eda, either I could tie up that they were the ones that summoned, but that's not, that's not, that's not why they were Choshev. Or they were summoned by Claudius Yisrael, which also makes no sense. Um, because um, it's much more like the Eda is higher than the Nisim. So therefore Rashi explains that what's the correct interpretation is that they were summoned to every important congregational matter. They were, they were actually summoned and even possibly through the Eda, though only in like a, a um, like for advice and for, and for in a, um, in like a, a troubleshooting role for any important face by the congregation. That's what Rashi is saying, that, that they were, they were what's the chshivis? The chshivis was is that they were that, um, hmm? They were that uh, Even more than that skanim. They, they were the, they were like every time there was a, a, an important congregational matter, they were the ones that were summoned. But in a way, in, a, in, in an advising way, like a troubleshooting way, any important matter that faced Cloud Yisrael, they were the ones who were called. Now, what's wrong with that? So the Rebbe says in Beis Abishver Einlein and Rashi Beis Pidush It's difficult to read and to learn that Rashi is saying, like the above two explanations. Why? Now, according to the first one, I would think that the the um, Nisim were the ones who summoned. So, yeah, and then Rashi is coming to tell us, no, Ela Kriya Eda doesn't mean that they were the ones that summoned, but rather, Ela Kriya Eda, they're called, what does it mean they're called Eda, that they were, that, that anything Choshev, uh, they, were, they were called in. So if that's what Rashi meant, Hadashi Gedach Matik Zayn Fun Pasuk, Blaze Dem Vort Kriya. If that's really true, Rashi just explained to you, what is Kriya Eda, not that they summoned, but so Rashi should have just quoted the, from, the, from the Pasuk and explained the ones who are called. And the Rebbe says in the brackets, additionally, coming a third pshat. A means that you should not think that Kriya means that they call the nation, but thus was the roof in the Eda, vice of the Echshivis. Because this that they call the Eda shows in the Echshivis, when they were touched up Rashi, as Echshivis is an Andre. Therefore, Rashi says, don't think that the Echshivis was that they summoned the Eden. Rather, what's the Echshivis? That any uh, important congregational manner they were, they were involved in. So the Rebbe says, it's understood. Why is Rashi negating this chat? It's a very, very important role. 
What's, what's wrong with, the, with saying that they were the ones who summoned the Yidin? Accounting, it's a very hush of a story. It's a very hush of a position. So the says Muslim Zog, and therefore we have to say, as thus was Rashi learned, Nit Dempirish in Pasik. As a roof in the Eidah or Nit as a Mitzad, is Nit Mitzad, then Teichen Apirish. So you have to say that the fact that Rashi is going to learn, that it's not that the Nisim called the Yidin, it's not because. Rather, because whatever kriye means, it's the exact opposite of kriye. Kriye means azeh veren gurufen. What does kriye mean? Kriye means kriye doesn't mean that they called. Rather, they were summoned. Nit azeh rufen teeda. So the Rebbe says nit moving. So the Dvar starts to Rashi bechal shedusain. Why does Rashi have to tell me bechal that uh, you should know that? Don't think that the Nisim were the ones who actually summoned. What does Kriya mean? Kriya means they were called, not they called. So why would I think, Rashi, based on this Pirish, that you should know that not that the Nesim were summoned, not that the Nesim summoned, but they were summoned. Uh, that's what Kriya means. The says also, also the second explanation is also difficult. In them, Teichem Kriya is not ungedite as the Nikrayim Zayin Nidrike. Mitzad Dem was a very good for the Nikrayim. Now, being summoned does not necessarily imply that those summoned are of lower stature by the fact that they are summoned by someone who's summoning them. So why would Rashi need to negate this interpretation? It could be that we're summoning and approaching um, by the congregation. Why? Not because they're lower, but because of their prominence. So basically, according to these two Purushim, it doesn't, it doesn't really, it doesn't, I, I would never, first of all, Kriya Edom means that they were called. And according to their actually second Purush, that they were the ones that called, and, and therefore Rashi has to come and lo- along and say that you're saying that Ele Kriya Edom, you're giving Chashivas, Still, it's still a hush of a thing to summon other people because uh, maybe the reason why they were summoned is because they were princes. So the says in Gimel. So in regards to the next Pasuk, it says, Aaron took these men who had been designated by their names. So Rashi explains that what does it mean? These men, Rashi explains, He says that this refers to the 12 princes. And then explains, so first he says that um, is the 12 tribes. And he then references the words who had been designated and explains they were designated by their names to him. In other words, Maisha here. <coughs> so what does that mean? That in Mefarshim Masber, so some commentaries explain, as from the Arichas Aloshna Pasik, this that the Pasik says, Vayikach Maisha Varnes Anoshim Elo, that Maisha Aaron took these men. Unit Vayikach Oisam Maisha Varn. Why not just say clearly that Maisha Aaron took took? Why does that have to say Vayikach Maisha Varnes Anoshim Elo? If we're speaking about the Nesim, so just say, 
So is Rashi does Shailal and Zog as does Varen Gimei the Shnei Masesh Nesim Halalu. So therefore Rashi comes along and says that these were the, the same twelve men. When Asher Nikvu B'Shem is made Nit B'Makamachanor Loikan Tzumeisha Undo Rufen On. So therefore Rashi negates this interpretation, and he says that the intent of the pasuk is the twelve princes, and the and designated by their name refers not to the men elsewhere, but rather. Those designated by their name to him here to Meisha, then and there. So the Rebbe says, "Zabar Zeir Shvetz Zog and Azlu." The Rebbe Pirish Rashi will give an Ahavimin as the pasuk do. The Emtzad Diber Barichas Vegnish Neimas Enesim was made mit Vayikach. So Nasha Meila Andre mentions. So it's still very difficult to say. In the middle of the pasuk, speaking about the Shneimasar Enesim, the Rashi means or the pasuk means other twelve men. Doesn't make any sense. Nit Ha'Ela. The Eber Demanta was the Eberster had gehesen, or Nachmer. The pasuk zol nit zogin befedish ver zezainen, nor zol oif ze ondaite mitaremes. So Nachmer meila shenigvu b'shemis nit zogin dekvegin vemens esretzich and Rashi zol darfin shelos on the pirish. So the Rebbe says it's it's difficult to say that if not for Rashi's explanation, you would assume that the this lengthy discussion of the twelve princes. And as the Pasuk says that these men is referenced, like we said, to other men. Um, and furthermore, even if one would accept this interpretation, how do it make sense that the Pasuk would never have actually explicitly informed us about these people, only referring to them in a hint, these men who had been designated by their names without actually saying whom the discussion is about? Would Rashi have to negate such an interpretation? Okay, so the Rebbe says, Let's do one more. So the Rashi is coming to negate that it means other men. It's something more in the proper way of understanding the actual text. Now, from the Pasuk of Ha'anashem Eilat's Mashma, that they're just regular men. That we took them because they're not, not because of Nisim. Therefore, Rashi tells us that why did we take them is because of their Chashivas, of Nisim. Whoever asks a very simple practical question, why not just say that they were the Nisim? Why do you have to come along and say Anoshim and therefore you have to bring another explanation? Just say clearly uh, the Nisim. Um, maybe we could do one more. Okay, yeah. We'll understand this by first prefacing several questions that, that, that are arise. When we start elucidating the psukim, Aleph, it's psukim elokruye on vayikach meishav aron zayin lechayda bechlal ibrik. 
These two psukim, that these are the ones that summoned Hamesha and Aaron the Chayra are like extra psukim. When I gave them Ashton Pass, when I gave them Ashton Pass, now, in regarding the first pasuk, it already stated at the beginning of the of the of this whole narrative that with you should be a man with each tribe, a man who is the head of the father's house. So, so what's the purpose of the pasuk here? Again, describing their rank. We already said that there should be men with you. And they should come from each tribe, a man who is head of the father's house. So why would the Pesach have to go ahead again and start uh, describing their rank at such great length? Also, furthermore, it's not understood what the second Pesach is teaching me. It's obvious that the Meish and Aaron did exactly what Hashem commanded. That with them should, uh, that they should have the Nesim to count the Yidin. It's many times that Hashem has given a commandment to Meish and Aaron. It doesn't say, and by the way, you should know that Meish and Aaron did what Hashem wanted. Self understood. Even if you want to say, for whatever reason, that the that the Torah wants to tell us that Meish and Aaron were Mekayim what Hashem wanted, so what's bothering Rashi, or what's bothering, what's this Lashon Hashanikvu B'Shemis? If you want to tell me that Meish and Aaron, that they did what, what Hashem wanted, so just say simple. Why does it have to say Okay, so we'll start.